I'm Chris Turner, and this is the Empowered Parent Podcast. Greetings, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me, as always, are Ryan and Kayla North. Hi, guys. Hey, Chris. Christopher. I thought we could talk tonight about something that literally every parent I'm aware of has experienced at one time or another, probably every single day of their lives. And they may not use these terms, but we all rupture the relationship with our children and we need to repair it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good I think night, we can everybody. All, agree. <laughs> all right. We all do it. Okay. Move on. No. We can do a little more in depth discussion oh, on this issue. You think they want something more than that? Now, if only. Um, we had a recent example that we could yeah, kind of Yeah, Chris, did talk you have about. anything you wanted to? No. I'm, Are you, I'm thinking more recent. Oh, more recent, as in like before. The last hour and a half? Like very recently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so we had one of our kiddos who, um, well, we got home. We, we ate dinner out tonight, and we came home, and it was time for bed by the time we got home. And so we're like doing vitamins, and this one particular child was driving all her siblings crazy. Um, following around, kind of picking on them, poking at them, you know, just one, one of her siblings, she literally was following him around and he'd turn around and kind of like growl at her. Like, <laughs> why are you doing that? And he looked at me and he goes, mom, can you make her stop? And she said, and he's, she, he, what did he say? He was irritating him, me today. So I was just going to get even and irritate him. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of how our evening was going. And I've been fighting off this cold all week. I just, really wasn't feeling great and so I probably didn't respond in the kindest of way although I really in my mind it sounded like here are your vitamins go to bed hmm. in her <laughs> mind though let's unpack the phrase in my mind <laughs> as she shared this with her dad who was in the other room I hear her wailing and sobbing and just tears you know and she's going mom yelled at me to go to bed <laughs> And I was like, I didn't yell at you. She did this, Daddy. She put my vitamins in my hand, and then she closed my hand and said, take your vitamins. And I was like, oh, dear. And so then Ryan goes upstairs with the kids. I'm trying to get one of our other ones to take vitamins. She's all of a sudden started uh, refusing and doing the whole, mm, and she needs, well, it's not just vitamins. She needs seizure medication. So mm. I'm like, you got to take the medicine, baby. So we're like doing the whole like airplane <laughs> and trying to get it and trying to sing songs that make her Choo-choo. open her mouth. And yeah, yeah it's, it took uh, a while. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she's, so I'm, I'm doing that. And I mean, he's trying to tuck everybody in and he comes down and he goes, I think you're going to need to go repair. And I was like, Oh, what's going on? And he said, may, may I tell Oh you yeah. So, so we're upstairs <laughs> in, our, in our room. And she's just, uh, just laying on the bed next to me, just sobbing. And so, finally, get her um, to a place where she can start giving me words and telling me what's going on. And I said, um, "What happened, baby?" And she said, um, "Everybody except for you and Brooklyn are being mean to me tonight." And I said, "Oh, baby, um, what what's going on? Tell Daddy about it." And then she recounts the vitamins and being told to go to bed and. And she said, and if, when mommy comes upstairs to tuck me in, I'm going to say, go to bed, go away from me, because the Bible says that you need to treat people the way you want to be treated. And since she treats me like that, that's obviously how she wants to be treated. And I'm like, wow, out of the mouth of babe. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she says, um, 
I got to figure out how to get revenge on her and, and Tyler. And I don't Tori know what this new. This is a new thing for I'm her. Like, this revenge. Right. I could. I don't know what that is, but and, it's come up several times today. So I'm. Well, like, it's probably from something like cartoon she's probably. watched, right? Is that, is that, what, <laughs> is that, that when you the, use the Bible back at her and said, "You know, vengeance is mine." So and I, I, I thought about that, but but what I actually ended up doing, uh, I thought about that, but what I actually ended up doing was. Um, was telling her that the Bible, you know, since she's quoting the Bible, the Bible also says we need to forgive people. And she's like, but the Bible says that <laughs> you need to treat people the way you want to be treated. And obviously mom wants to be treated like this. So I'm just going to tell her to go away. So, <laughs> so I come downstairs and I tell Kayla this. And we're getting ready for you to come over, right? And so, so she goes, so, um, so, 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 I mean, if people know our family, they already figured out who it is, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Libby says, Dada, she yells from upstairs. So I go upstairs. What's going on? Well, um, so so in the meantime, Kayla comes upstairs, but I need to loop back to this to say with Brooklyn told her, but I'll wait till the end. Of okay. So you come upstairs uh, without Libby knowing it. And, yes. Um, we'll take the story from there. Yeah, so I come upstairs and they're all like in the other room. And so I just go and I climb up and she's in the top bunk of the bunk beds, right? So you climb so the top I bunk? I climb up into the Ooh, top bunk. Hey. And I lay down and, I, and then... So Brooklyn comes in and she goes, what are you doing? <laughs> and I said, I'm, I'm going to snuggle with Libby up here. And she just cracks up and she goes, do you want me to go get her? Wait, hold on. She can see you. So she like puts a row of stuffed animals up next to the rail so she can't see me. And, and so then she goes and gets her and goes, come on, you need to go to bed. And like tells her to, and she goes, but I don't want to go to bed yet. She goes, no, no, you need to go to bed. And so she climbs up the stairs at the end of the bed and she goes, what are you doing here, mommy? <laughs> and I said, well, you said you, you told daddy you weren't going to let me tuck you and you were going to tell me to go away. So I thought maybe if I was in your bed that you wouldn't do that. And she just giggled and laid down beside me. And then she said, you really hurt my feelings when you told me to go to bed, cool. mommy. And so I said, I'm sorry, baby, that I hurt your feelings. Will you please forgive me? And she said, uh-huh. <laughs> and then she told me all the things that were going wrong and how this person had done something. And she didn't like the restaurant we went to tonight. And I mean, she just went through all the things, right? I mean, she was having a rough evening. Things were not going the way she wanted them to. And I just was real like, I just need you kids to go to bed, right? <laughs> and so what I thought was just a very matter of fact, here's your vitamins, go to bed, to her yep. came across as just this really... Like I hurt her feelings and I didn't mean to. And it doesn't matter that I meant to or not. It hurt her feelings. So I apologized to her. And so then she got, you know, she, we snuggled for a few minutes in her bed and then she proceeded to tell me all the ways you can actually get off the top bunk, which I was a little surprised by. <laughs> I thought you just went on the ladder, but no, you can actually oh, no. swing that from the you, swing. That's really close. Okay. You can hold on to that swing and swing down and land yeah, on the beanbag um, and so we we have one of those 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 like lycra swings that kind of uh -huh. hug you in the in the mm. girls room hanging from the ceiling so that's the, that's the, the swing mm -hmm. and it's really close to the bed so apparently that's what she likes to do is so in other words after that. making the repair you learned a whole lot of things you probably didn't, didn't want to know, know. <laughs> right. i was like that sounds like i might actually fly into the wall if i tried that it was so. a better world when you didn't know what was going on upstairs <laughs> But what was really cute, though, was when I was when I said to her, I said, you know, I said, we're getting ready to record a podcast. And I said, what can I what should I tell moms and dads? Because clearly I wasn't doing it the right yes. way. What should I tell them? And she said to me, well, you should tell them that they should sing silly songs and that they should play games and they should 
um, what else did she say? She said that they should say sorry, you know, and she said all these little things. And I said, I said, you're so wise, you know, those are really good things. And she goes, you know, the good things to say, mommy. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I didn't feel like I really knew them tonight. I was not, I was not doing very well. So, but she really, I mean, it, that was all it took with her was just a little bit of nurture, something unexpected, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes that in and of itself is unexpected. And when I went back in, I had gone, I'd come downstairs for something and she wanted me to tuck her in now, right? She wasn't going to tell me to go away this time. So I went to tuck her in and, um, and she said to me, mommy, I'm sorry for being ugly to you downstairs. Will you forgive me? Mm. I said, absolutely. Because that's the thing that we've noticed with our kids as we have had those ruptures and repairs. I don't have to ask them to apologize for their actions anymore. Most of my kids just come to me and apologize now Mm. Because over time, they have seen us do that enough times. I mean, if you make enough mistakes and your kids watch you, <laughs> then they will learn eventually. Um, and it's so it's been sweet to see that process. Because when, I, you know, our oldest two, when they were little, it was like, say sorry to your brother, mm-hmm. say sorry to your sister. <laughs> and that was constantly, I was just that. And then we kind of learned this concept of, just modeling that for our kids. Yeah. It seems like a, like a no brainer, but if you're not thinking about it. And so we did, we started, what does that look like to just model these behaviors and see our kids begin to emulate them? Yeah. There's some direct teaching that happens on how we do that. But for the most part, just that modeling has so, been so good. Yeah. So uh, what was really, really great in the midst of all of that is uh, Brooklyn noticed that Libby was crying in, in our room and she came in and she sat on the bed next to her and she said, what's wrong? And uh, and Libby started telling her. And then she said this. And I came downstairs and I told Kayla, I said, my, my heart is about to explode. I'm so proud <laughs> right now. Uh, little Brooklyn had just turned 11 less than a week ago, um, but has only lived in, in, in a connected parenting universe, said to her six-year-old sister. She goes, well, Bro- Libby, the way you've been acting tonight... Some people probably think you're just being annoying, but what they don't recognize is that you're struggling. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> they are listening. They, they are, are listening. listening. I love it. I love it. Hey, um, so we're Facebooking live tonight. Um, and so people have been commenting. And so uh, one, uh, you know, you did your scotchy scotch, scotch, scotch. So, some, so uh, <laughs> Jessica Whitaker wants to know if you're on Burgundy. Um, but my favorite here so far is... Uh, <laughs> Is um, is Becca Whitson, uh, her and her husband Matt, who's who are the founders of the Arkansas Family Alliance, our, our friends the Whitsons. Uh, Becca says the Whitsons would like you to work supercalifragilisticexpialidocious into the podcast, and so I think I just did. I think you just you did. did. Yeah. Um, that was very good. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Which reminds me of a story. Uh, uh, last oh, he's year. Oh, going to sing now. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll stop so Everett can enjoy it. Can I'm, you, I'm done. <laughs> hey, we, we've known Chris for a long time. We learned tonight that he does a great Mickey Mouse impersonation. So, no um, idea. I had no idea. The kids are like, Mr. Chris, can you have Mickey Mouse tell us to go to bed? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Go to bed, boys and girls! Go to bed! <laughs> so uh, this the working words in. So we, we did a, uh, a, a dad's retreat called Dad Camp uh, in September last year for the first time. We're going to do it again this year. We're meeting about it next week. And then we got we got the location booked and stuff. And so... Uh, it was me and, and Andrew Holland and, and Bruce Kendrick were doing the teaching. Uh, Andrew and Bruce, longtime uh, friends uh, and, and, and co-laborers with us. Um, and so after everybody went to bed at the end of the uh, 
at the the first night we were there. I said, not without any teaching. We come up with this idea that we're going to make a list of words that we have to work in. So we spent the next, like we went to bed at two o'clock in the morning. That was my idea. (laughs) This this dumb list. And so Chris is writing them down and he stuck them onto the podium and he was scoring us. Like Bruce worked Hippodrome in, which is an an ancient uh, chariot racing stadium and it's still the name of a horse racing track in Mm. France. And he worked it into his talk? Yeah, because he showed a picture, their engagement picture. It was, his, it was his wife, Denise, on a horse and him standing next to it. He said, you know, the reason we ended up doing the picture of Denise on a horse is because she loved going to the Hippodrome. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was the true master of it, though, because I thought I did well, but I had laid my, Andrew, my uh, sword at Andrew Holland's feet, man. Oh, that yeah. boy's a genius for working uh, random words in. So, Oh, my goodness. Uh, so shout out to, to Becca and Matt Woodson and supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Now, anybody who would like for us to work any other words in, oh, dear. please go for it. <laughs> Just start putting them in the comments. Yeah, so, so Kayla wants to do a uh, – we should probably plan this a little bit better and give people a heads up, but, but Facebook Live an episode and have people um, put questions. And like that's it, it, the episode is we want to answer the, the questions. The answer, yeah, we're taking yeah, the yeah. questions. Yeah, we're live Q&A. So good, good on you, KK North, for thinking about that. But back to rupture and repair. Oh yes, rupture and repair. I think I think I think that the, the rupturing is easy for us. <laughs> can I can I try that again, y'all? You think it's I easy? I know that rupturing is <laughs> yeah. easy for us. Well, I mean, it's just it's part of. I mean, it's just life, right? We make mistakes. We do things we shouldn't. We say things we shouldn't. We yell. We scream. You know, we. I don't know. We just we make mistakes all the time, right? Well, it's the whole. It's the whole knowledge versus emotion, right? Right. Reason versus emotion. I intellectually know right. I should not be reacting to my child this way. Right. But, but in that moment. In, but in the moment when you're caught up in the second by second emotion yeah, of it, yeah. it's so easy to forget. Well, or when we, you know, all the same reasons that our kids struggle, we struggle too, right? right. We haven't We haven't been well hydrated. Because we've been Tired. drinking sodas all day instead mm. of water that we should be drinking. You were drinking sodas all day? I wasn't drinking sodas today. I wish I had been. <laughs> I really wanted a Coke today, but I didn't have one. Um, no, but we, you know, we're, we're drinking sodas instead of water or we are staying up late because we're, you know, binge watching a show or... Or recording we, podcasts. Or recording podcasts. <laughs> or, you know, sometimes we, we just, we do those things that we know we're going to make us tired and cranky Mm -hmm. and we do them. And then it ends up being our kids that pay for it. Right. Because, or our spouse uh, or the person at the the person (laughs) at the grocery store. I mean, you know, we just get, we get short with people because we're tired and we're hungry and we're thirsty and you know, all of those things, same reasons as our kids. Mm. Um, But we just have to, if we can recognize that, I mean, obviously we want to not do that as much. We want to, be more aware so that we can have less ruptures. But if we have those ruptures, when we have those ruptures, if we can repair them, it it does so much better for our kids because then they see it's okay to make a mistake. I mean, I don't know about you guys, any of your kids like perfectionist kind of, Uh huh. yeah. I mean, we've got some of those that are, I don't know where you got it from. Well, and we have some that I, it cracks me up because I'm like, you're a perfectionist yet you're a slob, <laughs> right? But when it comes to certain things, they are like, they can't get it wrong mm-hmm. or they are so hard on themselves, right? They cannot make a mistake of one who, when they're, when he's doing his math, will literally like slam the computer shut 
and like break pencils in half and throw stuff across the room and be like, but it's not, he's not mad at the math. He's mad at himself Yeah, because he did it wrong, right? He can't get things wrong. And so when he sees us say, you know what? I shouldn't have yelled at you. That was not okay. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? I handled that wrong. And, and we apologize or we go back and we say, can I try that again? He sees that it's okay to get things wrong. Yeah. And that you can go back and make it right. Now, obviously, the math, it's not a need to apologize kind of thing. But that's the, for him, that's where he really struggles. Yeah, I think that, you know, having her apologize to you was really, really a great indicator of how how kids will catch behavior, right? So you have to, you have to do the thing you want to see, right? right? right. I mean, you can't demand that the kids apologize, but you yourself never apologize yeah. to the kids, right? And so... They learn that from being apologized to, and and most of us were raised in the children as uh, ought to be seen and not heard. Right. Stop crying, or I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah. Um, you know, if I was in front of a, a group of people um, our age ish, mm. I would say I would start these things, and 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 the group would just yell the completion of the sentence right. back to me. Right. And so certainly, we were not raised by people who apologized to us. Mm. And so I remember when we decided that we were going to make a real effort if we had ruptured the relationship to repair it, to uh, to apologize and to seek forgiveness, that it was really, really hard to tell a four-year-old you were sorry for, be, for yelling at him because I didn't want to. Well, and it has to be really intentional, right? I yeah. mean, we had to have a conversation about how we were going to stop just demanding an apology, right? Because that's that's kind of, that was the norm. Mm-hmm. When we first started parenting, at least, that was what everybody did was tell her you're sorry when they took something at the playground from somebody else. Go tell your friend you're sorry, you yeah. know? And so, oh, we lost a light. But we would say, you know, instead we would say, that's not okay. Can we make it right? And yeah. so that was, we, we changed our language yeah. to we're not demanding apologies, but instead we are saying, we're going to repair because repairing something is so much better than demanding words that aren't right. Have no meaning. Right. The kid just says, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Or you say, Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. You know, it's like, that there's no apology there. No (laughs) no sincerity. There's no sincerity. And all we're teaching kids to do is apologize without sincerity Mm -hmm. and to say things they don't mean. One of the things I've started doing with, with our boys is that when we're trying, you know, when we're having the discussion one-on-one after the incident's over and yeah, he's calmed down is, do you think you need to go apologize? I asked the question, do you think yeah. you, need to, you need to go apologize to your brother? Of course, it's always yes, right? Yeah. They know yeah. that they need to apologize. Yeah. But what I've started do- to tell them is you don't have to go apologize right now because yeah. I don't want you apologizing just to say the words. Right. Right. And... You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they won't remember to go do it. Yeah. But other times, after a few minutes, they'll go apologize. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, they're making loud ruckus noises again, playing exactly. with each other. So, yeah. Well, I think what you just said is really, really important to highlight because um, we, we don't want the repair to be transactional. Right. It has to be meaningful. And right. so we, we've told our kids the exact same thing, that, that if, if somebody comes to apologize to you, and you're not at a place where you can receive that, you can tell them you need a minute or two yeah. or, or you need a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, and also if they seek your forgiveness, uh, then then you can and you say, you know, I, I need a minute or whatever, right, to, to grant that. Um, 
then then you're, you're entitled to your feelings, yep. right? Yeah. You don't just get to crush your fe- squash your feelings because somebody said, I'm sorry, because one of our kids <laughs> who we really have to work with is the moment something happens, you go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I was just thinking like, about that. It was you? like the child is. One of those two. I could tell we laughed that you were thinking about yes, it. Yes, <laughs> we got, he, he'll be like, it just hurts somebody else, right? Mm. And it doesn't happen. Admittedly, it doesn't happen as much as it used to. But it was like it used to be like... You just, admittedly, you, you mean thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah, thankfully it doesn't happen as much. But it used to be, you know, this one was was really struggled with um, reactions in the moment were, mm. you know, hit my siblings, right? Yeah. If I get mad, I'm going to hit. And then that person's crying. And then... It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then the person's crying and they're not stopping. And then the person that did the hitting is like, they won't accept my apology. (laughs) And then it all becomes about that person. We're like, no, 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 no. In that moment when you've hurt somebody and you are, because what he was feeling was remorse in that moment. He was feeling a little bit of remorse. Mm. And so in that moment we say, let's make it right. Can you go and get an ice pack? Can you go get a Band-Aid? Can you go find mom and say, you know, mom, come help. I accidentally, you know, accidentally or on purpose, <laughs> whatever the case may be. It's always accidentally, right? mom. Always. Right. We had a phrase. I didn't mean when I... to pick up that thing and hit them with it. <laughs> right. We had a phrase. I have a, a good friend of mine that we were kind of raised almost like sisters. Like we grew mm. up together and she spent a lot of weekends at our house and we fought like sisters all the time. And, and her phrase was accidentally on purpose. And mm-hmm. so we, we would both use that accidentally oh on purpose. Gosh. We do not have time to unpack Fort like sisters. Because <laughs> I, I have two brothers and grew up with two brothers. My, my mom was like child number nine or 10 of 12 mm-hmm. on a farm. Uh, and so not the most delicate person in the world, right? And so growing up <laughs> in that household and then all of a sudden I've got four daughters Oh my gosh! Nothing prepared me for fight like sisters. Yeah, because sisters wow. can get sisters can get mean and catty, and you don't have that at your house. And it's long lasting. <laughs> it drags on for days, months yeah. later. You're reminded of it. Well, it's, it's like the uh, the episode of Seinfeld with the wedgies. Oh dear, I and, didn't and, see that. <laughs> and Elaine didn't know what wedgies were, and so Jerry and George had to explain it to her. And she goes, this is what boys did in, in, in school. They're like, yeah, you know, you, you got ticked off another guy. You, you, know, you give him a wedgie. Why? What did girls do? Oh, we just tease someone until she developed an eating disorder. Wow. Seriously. <laughs> like, yep, that's the difference between guys it, and girls. It so, yep, is. Right there. It's, I mean, it's... And on that There's, note, <laughs> it's why the phrase mean girls is around, right? right? Because girls can get really catty and mean with each other. And so, and I don't want that to happen with my girls. Having daughters no. has been an education. For yeah, me. it's definitely. But I think if we practice that rupture, and you don't have to practice the rupture. The rupture comes naturally. <laughs> yeah. But if you practice the repair and make it really intentional and kind of come up with a game plan ahead of time of how are we going to handle this when we do something towards our kids that we shouldn't. Mm. How are we going to handle it? I mean, obviously, sometimes we need a minute to walk away and realize, okay, that wasn't the way I should have done that. And we come back and repairing as soon as we can in that moment, um, going back and apologizing. But we don't want it to be that apology that doesn't have any words behind it, just a, a rote apology. Because if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, it doesn't, it means we weren't actually sorry, right? Yeah. So if every day, 10 times a day, we're yelling at our kids and saying, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, then maybe we've gotten into a habit of that, right? Mm-hmm. But if we can say, okay, 
here's where I'm struggling. Kind of like we're a detective with our kids. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm struggling with this particular thing. Why am I struggling with that? Am I not getting enough sleep? Am I waiting too long to eat? Am I not drinking enough water? Am I just tired of these other behaviors that are happening and I need a break or whatever, right? I mean, we can, we can be the detective of our own behavior and why we're, why we're having to repair so much. Mm -hmm. But I think having a game plan and going into it and saying, this is how we're going to handle the situation. This is what we're going to do as, and And, especially if you're married as a couple to be willing to do it and be willing to do it. Hey, that's a great thing you point out. Uh, have your children see you apologize to your spouse. Oh, yeah, that's mm. true. I mean, that's great for them to, to watch that as well. So if you're not apologizing to your spouse, oh, Christopher, Kayla, sure. <laughs> you hey, need to start. I apologize to my spouse. <laughs> that's true. You have gotten Interesting much better at that. He excluded yes. himself. He did exclude from, himself. Oh, my he, gosh. I'm he's an, an over-apologizer. He's an over-apologizer. He really <laughs> is. He's, he's very good at apologizing. He's, that's not something he needs practice at. He actually, there's times where I'm like, you didn't have to apologize for that. You know, like the, he just. No, like, he, shut up. Good thing means to me. He wants to make sure we're okay. So yeah, he's, be, but it's good. It is good because the kids, sometimes if we have an argument or if we, you know, I mean, voices get raised or whatever. And then some of our kids are, are anxious mm. and they're like, are you okay? Is everything going to be okay? And we're like. We're okay. Yeah. But then they have to also see us apologize and make things right if we have said stuff we shouldn't have or whatever. Yeah. No, no doubt. All right. So, yeah. What do you think? I think that's a good place to wrap up. Okay. I would also like to, to uh, commend the three of us on being mistake free so Dallas has no edits. <laughs> that's awesome. Might be the first time. Maybe. Yeah. Are we going to edit this part out or are we just going to keep it in there? I think we're going to just keep this part in here so people people will know we usually mess up. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. This is is us admitting our mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, do we need to repair? We don't need to repair because we didn't didn't make mistakes this time. Okay. So we don't have to apologize to Dallas for the edits. Yeah, poor Dallas has to fix our mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) We rupture Dallas repairs. (laughs) Dallas repairs. I'm putting that on a t-shirt. We rupture Dallas repairs. He repairs our mistakes. That's right. All right. So if you have any questions from tonight's episode or any questions in general you might want us to talk about, feel free to shoot us an email at info at onebighappyhome.com. If you can be really concise and squeeze it into 280 characters, see, there we go. No, just keep fighting through. (laughs) You can tweet it to us at onebighappyhome. We have yet to receive questions via the Twitter. Yeah. So my heart's broken. I know. Yeah, you know, we get them all the time on Facebook. We've gotten some via email, but no one has uh, tweeted a question to us yet. So help us out. <laughs> um, speaking of Facebook, we have a Facebook group just for our podcast listeners. Just search for the Empowered Parent Podcast Community, and it should be the first result, and you can ask to join. You can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, on the Google Play Store, and on Spotify. Just search for the Empowered Parent Podcast. If you've enjoyed and gotten value from our show, we would appreciate a review in any of these locations. The Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles. Thanks for listening.